Welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. I want to continue today on healing and the Word. He sent His Word and healed them. And let's uh, look at Luke chapter 17 and verse 11 through 19. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. These lepers looked up, seen Jesus, and they said, Lord, have mercy on us. Well, we read earlier that in the beginning was the Word, and the the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word manifested in the flesh, isn't he? So So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. So they said, Jesus, have mercy upon us. So what they did, they looked to the Word. Well, let's say Jesus, he's the Word. The lepers looked to the Word. They looked at him, who is the Word. And Jesus said, go tell the priest and show yourselves to them that you're cleansed. Now, at that that time, if you had leprosy, you weren't supposed to be out in public. Just like today, if you got the coronavirus, you're not supposed to be out in public. You're supposed to be quarantined for two weeks. And a lot of places where you work at and everything, they'll make you quarantine for two weeks if you have it to make sure that you ha- don't have it so you won't give it to somebody else. Well, these lepers had leprosy. They were supposed to be pinned up and not go out anywhere. They were supposed to be in public. And they couldn't go out to go back to work or do anything unless they went to the priest. The priest had to observe what they were like, if they were cleansed or not, if they were healed, so that they could go back to work. They go back and do all the things in public they usually did. So they had to go show themselves to the priest, just like if you work for some companies, they'll make you go to the medical department to go get checked out or to have a doctor's note or whatever, saying you're free from a disease or whatever, before you can go back to work. If it's a contagious one like uh, we're encountering right now in the United States and around the world. But they had to do the same thing, so it kind of reminded me of today a little bit. But uh, what we have to do is to take their example and look to Jesus. We need to look to him today and what he did. Not only that he is the word, but what he did. He took the sickness upon himself. He took the disease upon himself for all of us. He took our infirmities, our sickness. He took everything. He went to Palace Judgment Hall, obtained our healing for us. We don't have to wonder if we are healed. We just have to walk in the truth of it. Ask him if you need healing. Ask him for it. Then say, sickness, you have to go out of my body. I'm going to allow it in there. Speak to that, just like we talked yesterday. We're confident in what the Word of God says, and therefore we speak forth the Word of God, and what the Word of God does when you speak it forth, it produces. But if you 
go around all day long talking about your symptoms. I feel bad. My back hurt. My legs hurt. I'm hurting all over. I can't get over this cough. I can't get over this or get over that. Then what happens is you go around all day and you're sick and you're not feeling good and your legs hurt, your back hurts. You can't get over your cough and it won't leave. So what you got to do, you got to be confident in what God's Word says and speak to those symptoms and say, pain, you have to go. Jesus took that from me. Sickness, you have to go. He took that from me. I'm not allowing that. Symptoms, go. It has to leave. He took that from me. Cough, it has to go. He took that from me, and I'm not allowing it. And then what you do, you confess it. Well, what the lepers did, they went and they showed themselves to the priest because Jesus said, when you go, show yourself to the priest. And what they did, they acted upon what Jesus told them to do. And as they left, they were healed on the way to the priest. They acted upon what the God's word said. And when they acted upon what God's word said and acted like what Jesus told them to do was true, then what happened was they were totally healed. Went and showed themselves to the priests. They were cleansed from their leprosy. They walked out of the place going, I'm totally free. And then one of them went back. Let's listen to this. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice glorifying God and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. He wasn't even a Jew. So Jesus answered and said, were there not, not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? So where are them other boys at? They should have come back and given me thanks too. They should have been glorifying God for what God did. But they didn't. We need to be thankful, people. That's one thing in healing and every other area of our life. We've got to be thankful. And before you see the fruit of it, be thankful that Jesus has already done it. Because faith doesn't look at the symptoms. It doesn't go by feelings. It doesn't go by anything except what God's Word says. Because faith is in the Word of God. God's Word, all of His words or containers of faith. Every word that God speaks out is a container of faith. It contains faith, just like if you had a glass of water, it contains water, and you drink it, then that glass contains water, and you drink it, and you drink it down, and you go, well, I've got, I'm full of water. When you take God's word, and you get it inside of you, then you say, I'm full of faith. But you can't get full of faith without taking God's word and studying it, listening to it, speaking it out of your mouth. Then that's how you get full. But we have to be thankful for what God has done for us before and afterwards. And we need to be thankful for him every day. That's one thing in this country. We have a holiday, Thanksgiving. And... Uh, the pilgrims, they came here and they were so thankful that they were here in the United States. It wasn't the United States at that time, but they were so thankful that they had landed in a place where they were free to worship God. And they had a Thanksgiving feast. We should have a Thanksgiving feast every day. We should be thankful to God every day for everything he's done. We should be thankful that, he, that we're born again. Be thankful that we're rich because of what the Word of God says. Be thankful that we're healed. Be thankful that we have peace. 
Be thankful that our children are going to heaven, that they're living for God. Be thankful that, that we have a job, a roof over our head, that we have a car to drive, that we have everything that we have, we should be thankful for it. Everything. I thank him every day for everything we've got. I thank him for the house we've got. I thank him for the cars. I thank him for... But most of all, I thank him for the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have it. You could have all the cars in the world, not have salvation. You wouldn't have a thing. You might live all right on this earth, but it, but it says that when you live on this earth, it's just for a short amount of time. It's like a vapor that just vapor, that just leaves. Well, we live here on 100 years on this planet, but it's nothing compared to eternity. But we are going to spend the rest of eternity when you're born again in the presence of God Almighty. Now, I'm thankful for that more than anything. But we have to be thankful for everything. And this foreigner, he went back and gave glory to God and thanked the Lord for what he'd done for him. And Jesus is going, we're in the world of those other nine guys. You know, they should have been thanking God too. But that's what we have to be uh, aware of. That the Lord wants us to give thanks to the Father for everything we've done. Everything he's done, not we've done, but why everything we've obtained. Everything he's done for us. Let's go to Psalm 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his course with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all, all generations. The Lord is good, isn't he? The Lord is merciful. We should come into his gates with thanksgiving every time we come to him. Say, thank you, Father for who you are and who you've made us to be and for everything you've given us, Father. Without you, we wouldn't have a thing. Without the Lord Jesus Christ doing everything he's done for us, we would be dest We would just be out here destitute without hope. We wouldn't have anything. But our life is full and rich because of him. Amen. He's made us. And he is good and his mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Let's go to Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way, they found no city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty. Their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they may go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, right now for everything you've done. We thank you, Father God, for he satisfies the longing soul. Amen. And fills the hungry soul with goodness. Oh, I remember before I got born again, I was so, 
I was so unsatisfied. My soul was so longing for something to satisfy me, and I couldn't find it until I found the Lord Jesus Christ. My soul was hungry, but he filled me with goodness. Amen? Verse 10. Those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High, Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses and brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. He sent his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website wacba.org or by mail at Word Alive Church P.O. Box 3067 Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013